Hello everyone, welcome to On the Gridiron and On the Court, the Championship Edition, Episode 12. I'm your host Josh Robb, along with my co-host K Smith. How's everybody doing today? How's everybody doing today? Come here, the man, to discuss the championship rounds. Some big games played this past weekend. I had, a lot, of, I had a lot of uh, players, football players on the gridiron, you know, leave it all on the field. And um, some were victorious and some came up short and were handed a loss. But, you know, either way, it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of good games were being played and we're going to discuss those as well as uh, some ULL basketball um, scoops. Just talk about how they're doing, how their season's going, as well as the Pels. So, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and start it off with some of the scores from the LHSAA High School Playoff Football Championships. Run it down for us, Josh. Yeah, Kenny, man, we had a lot of new champions uh, this past weekend. We had Edna Carr defeat Neville for a 34-21 victory. Yes, Uh, New Orleans... I would say that they definitely represented. Everyone in the state waited for that particular matchup um, throughout the whole year. Both of them running through the class of 4A. Like it's nothing. Carr and Neville um, setting up that mega matchup in that championship game, which Carr came out victorious. Landry Walker, another team that has been hot this whole season after losing two straight to start off the season. Uh, defeated West Monroe 50 to 21. They ended the season on a 13 game win streak, and they captured the 5A to LH- capture the 5A title. state football title. Man, they have been bringing some championships back to Landry Walker uh, in the last couple of years, uh, counting football and basketball. Yes, and uh, to say there's a that's a brand new school, even though those students combined from two other schools, mm-hmm. O'Para Walker and LB Landry. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a new school. We could classify that as a new school, man. They've been bringing some rings. So man. now they, they're they're definitely building their um, strength of their program, the book, basketball and football stage. And you know, they got a uh, little Lamont Burzett, Lamont Burzett, wide receiver, caught a touchdown in the state championship game. So he he's now got you know a state championship ring in basketball and football. So shout out to uh, shout Lamont, out Lamont, man, double sport athlete. And shout out to Keetion Thompson, just won the Gatorade Football Player of the Year. No so, doubt. So, congratulations to you, sir. Uh, Lutcher repeated as champions. They f- defeated A. Meat in the close one, 40 to 36. Logan's Port, with a come from behind victory against Hainesville. Um, Kenny, when I first turned that game on, it was 28 6. And I instantly was like, this game is over. But the final score was 34 28. Logansport ended the game on a nice run. Mm. I wonder how Haynesville feels. I wonder how Haynesville feels. They, they just a, blew that that chance at, at bringing home the trophy. I mean, it's a, obviously that was a tough loss being up by that many points, man. But the game is not over until it's the scoreboard. The game clock says 0 0 at exactly. the end of the fourth quarter. Exactly. Um, Haynesville is. A team that's always in the championship game or close to the championship game. So, I don't know. The loss definitely will sting, but, man, they definitely have the talent to get back there next year. Um, Sterlington, with their first state title in school history over Madison Prep in the upset. They beat Madison Prep 28-27. to That game was close throughout, uh, Kenny, um, back and forth after an early lead by Madison Prep. 
Sterling show resilience um, against the Chargers. An interesting note about that game, Kenny. Um, Madison Prep outweighs Sterling at the line of scrimmage by an average of 60, 60 pounds, Kenny. So that was, it seemed like it was a David Goliath fight in the trenches, but you know, sometimes when you're bigger and you think you're better than the other team, you don't take them as seriously. You might be coming too confident. And that's when, you know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So I'm sure Madison Prep learned the hard way, and I'm sure they'll have some extra motivation to come back next year and prove themselves. In the Division Four Championship, Southern Lab defeated Ascension Episcopal 36-8. In the Division Three Championship, Riverside defeated Division Four St. Charles 47-20. St. Thomas Morning Division Two Championship defeated uh, last year's champion Parkview by a score of 54-29. That was a rematch from last year, Kenny. Um, and Evangel defeated Scotlandville, ending their best season in school history, 38-6. Yes, uh, with the STM-Parkview matchup, it's hard to beat a team twice. I'm sure STM was thinking about last year, the whole all season. leading up all to this year. game. So I'm sure they came out with that fire, that punch, and they definitely uh, hit them in the mouth, and, and they got that, that championship's ring so congrats to them also shout out to our classmate kelvin mamu d-line coach for for stm got a got, got a, a ring with them so congrats to him got him a ring man players who shine on the gridiron during the championship rounds first guy up we have Tarian davis from southern lab the 2019 running back had a record eight carries for 244 yards rushing for three touchdowns kenny that's a That's school record. Getting the work done in clutch moments, clutch situations, big time game. That's a big time big performance time players in the championship come out. game. Like that's a big time performance in the championship game. Uh, he definitely won MVP of that game. Ed in the car, 2017 quarterback Alden Clark finished the championship game with 215 yards passing. 74 yards rushing, three touchdown passes. Santee Marshall, the 2017 running back. From Edna Carr got it done as well. Kenny had 173 yards rushing, as well as Racy McMatt. The blue chip receiver had two touchdowns receiving, both of them in the second quarter on two consecutive drives. So Kenny. do you think Carr had the best offense in the state this year? Carr probably had the best offense Regardless in the state. Regardless of class? Regardless of class. Carr probably had the best offense in the state this year. They were plain un- plainly unstoppable. I'll say the two best offenses in the state... Landry Walker and caught easily. Okay. All hell from New Orleans. So, okay. I mean, both offenses were, were unstoppable. Both offenses put up big numbers. Big numbers every game this season. You can see it in the championship. Round. I mean, and Landry Walker, I mean, they, they breezed through the playoffs, essentially. They breezed I mean, through the season they, after they, the first two games against Carr and uh, John Curry. They faced some tough competition early, and then... When playoff time came, I mean, they were just blowing guys out. You know, it wasn't even close. They blew close. out the number one seed, they blew out the number two seed, and they blew out the number four seed. As a five seed, they won a state championship. As a five which seed. Is, which is pretty good. And Kenny, and what I mean, they blew them out. They blew them out by a, a nice margin, 20 mm-hmm. or more points. Mm-hmm. All right? So, back to um, guys who shine on the gridiron during the championship round. One more guy from uh, Edna Carr. 2017 cornerback Devin Bush. He had a key second half interception on the first possession of the second half by Neville. They were up 21-20. Devin Bush interception switched the momentum uh, to Edna Carr. 
they went on to score the rest of the points during that game, man. Um, Landry Walker, some guys that shot on the gridiron from the Charging Bucks. Keaton Thompson, of course, 303 yards passing, five touchdowns, 154 yards rushing along with one touchdown. Devontae Jason, Devontae Wap Jason had seven receptions for 95 yards to go with three touchdowns. Some guys from Lutcher that um, shine on the gridiron, John Trey Kirkland. This is regular for him. He had four total touchdowns through the air, one to Greg Clayton, one to Tyreek Belvin to go with 11 of 22 for passing for 158 yards. He also had 30 rushes for 231 yards, Kenny. So he had a 200-yard day on the ground, man. That was crazy. a nice game. That was a nice game in the That's championship crazy. game. He obviously won MVP. Um, the the runner-up to the Lutcher Bulldogs also had some outstanding players that shined in that game. Quarterback Elijah Walker, who's a Louisiana Tech commit. He went 18 of 27 for 270 yards for two touchdowns. Devontae Smith also had to get in the end zone in that game. He had a key kickoff return to put a meetup 22-14 in the second quarter. He also had a touchdown reception. Cam Henderson and Devontae Lee also had touchdown receptions. Those two guys are receivers in the class of 2019. Tyrese Walker from Madison Prep. 226 yards rushing for three touchdowns. Tyrese is the real deal, man. Real deal. Holy Tyrese field. is the real deal, man. Sterlington, Carson Clovers. He didn't have a great game, but he had 37 yards rushing to go with three touchdowns and a victory. You can't forget that, man. Samaj Coleman had a good game, stat. too. Remember that, fellas. The a most win. important stat is the W. A win. As long as you have more points than the opposing team at the end of the game, it could be 9-8. to eight. It's a win, man. <laughs> Logansport, last team. Logansport, last couple of guys that shine on the gridiron. Joe Carraway. He had nine receptions in that game, along with a key touchdown to put those guys up uh, for good. Uh, Dalton Shaw, he led the Tigers um, as well on that 28-0 run with four touchdown passes. So, Kenny, what you got for us with the UL, man, with the UL basketball? UL so has far, played man? very well I recently. I hear we are 8-2 and two so far. We are 8-2 and two after starting 0-2, oh losing to Minnesota and Montana State. We have uh, beaten some decent teams in the NCAA D1 ranks um, and beat one D3 team or NAI team in uh, Loyola in New Orleans, and we also beat a, a D2 team. But, so, I mean, so that's two victories. So six victories were against D1 opponents. Who and have we beat so far that's we've been beaten on Delaware our resume? State. We beat Delaware State. We beat James Madison. Um... And some other some other schools. Suno, haven't played Suno. Um, one of our upcoming games is against New Orleans on Saturday, and we have a big matchup against Georgia on Wednesday at Georgia. That'll be on the SEC Network. But I really like our team this year. I think you know who's balling, man. We're playing well, regardless of who we're playing. We're playing pretty well. We're on an eight-game win streak going into Georgia. I like our chances there. They're only five and three. And they, they seem to uh, average 73 points a game to our 90. And our defense is pretty good. 72.6 points allowed per game. And I just really feel that we're pretty much going to be able to score more than them. And they only have two two scores that are in double digits. You know, 
So they have 121 points per game in Yante, Maiden, and J.J. Frazier for the Bulldogs. But I like our chances. Um, I'm really liking our uh, 2016-17 team. We added some great additions in Justin Miller, who's a freshman. He's averaging 10 points and five boards, about five boards a game, playing really well. And in fact, I actually saw him um, play. And he has that prototypical forward uh, kind of body. He plays the three and four. He can put the ball on the floor. He can stretch the floor for you. And then we have Frank Bartley, who's a lethal three-point shooter. He's averaging the most points. He's our leading scorer, 19 points a game. Four boards, two steals, about three assists. And he's shooting amazing from three-point land, 40 40, about 46% from three. And Jay Wright, who's our senior leader, is playing very well, trying to just distribute the ball. Um, he's averaging 14.5 points a game, four assists, two steals, three boards. So he's really the leading ste- um, stealer on our team. And he's just trying to set everybody up and get, get the plays uh, going and initiate the offense. And then Bryce Washington in the low post for us, playing well, man. 15 points. 11 boards, that's a double-double. He's averaging a double-double, and he's shooting well, 58% from from the field. So we have four different scores in double, um, averaging at least 10 points a game, and we have some uh, great people coming off the bench for us. We have uh, a P.J. Hardy who's shooting 51, 52% from three, which is crazy. So we're being really efficient uh, this year from three. We have about three or four different guys that are shooting at least 40% from uh, three-point land. So I really like that we're balancing our scoring and we're trying to play together as a team and we're really locking down on defense. So I like our chances this year. And um, good luck to them going to Georgia and then playing UNO on Saturday. So I plan on I plan on going to that UNO game in New Orleans. All right. So uh, we'll see we'll see uh, how they do. And now we're gonna uh, talk about some of the commitments and offers um, being uh, given to or earned by some of the football players in our state. First guy up, we have St. Thomas Moore, 2017 linebacker Noah Fontenot. He received the offer from Arkansas Monticello. Next guy, 2017 offensive lineman from St. Augustine, Rendon Miles, received the offer from Jackson State, as well as 2017 cornerback from Livonia, Nick DeRogers, also received the offer from Jackson State. Patrick Wolf. 2017 defensive back from St. Amant received the offer from Northwestern State as well as 2017 Samaj Colvin who's a state champion from Sterlington, Northwestern State as well along with 2017 defensive back from Plaquemine, Trey Williams from Northwestern State. So Northwestern State dishing out some offers man. 2017 linebacker from Baker High School, Cam Hill from FAMU received the offer from those the Rattlers. Aaron Brule from Rummel received an offer from Arkansas. He's a 2018 defensive back. Chris Turner from Hammond, he's a 2017 defensive end. He received the offer from Arkansas as well. Parkway quarterback Justin Rogers, 2018, received the offer from the Vows. VFL. Next guy that received the offer. 2020 wide receiver from Folsom, Jacoby Bellison. He received the offer from Appalachian State. That's like his second or third offer so far. Uh, look out for him in the class of 2020, man. He's going to be a terror 
for opposing defenses for the next three years. Um, 2017 athlete from Acadiana, Braylon Trahan, received the offer from ULL from the Raging Cajuns about 10 minutes ago, man. Um, next guy, bag chaser Chad. Chad Brown, from defensive lineman from Southern Lab, received the offer from Northwestern State. Donaldsonville, 2018 linebacker. Taj Brown received the offer from Nichols. My boy Lawrence Dukes from 35. He's a 2018 wide receiver. He received the offer from Texas Tech. As well as Devon Tavian Martin, Kenny. That's your boy. How that plays basketball for Ellender. Ellender. Uh. He received the offer from the UVA Cavaliers Mm. for football, man. So... Man, he's okay. tearing it up on the basketball Currently committed to court, Tulane, though, to play and on and the basketball. football field. So, so man, he might have some things to think about uh, with that UVA offer, man. We'll some see. things to consider. We'll see. That's a, another one to add to the list. So we'll Two see. guys that we had uh, committed to their future schools. Bruce Price from Peabody. He's a running back committed to Grambling. And Chris Allen from Southern Lab committed to Alabama Crimson Tide. So mm. congrats to those guys, man. Um, now we're going to get into UL football and our bowl game that we have coming up. The New Orleans Bowl, Kenny. We actually made it to a bowl game. It was down to the last the game, last of, the game of the season. Rivalry game. ULM. ULM, ULL. You know, we came out victorious. The Cajuns handled business. And that was a must win to get into a bowl game. Despite our season. Despite how it went, we had higher hopes. But up and down season. We are bowl eligible, and we got that New Orleans bowl bid. You said we were bowl eligible? Yeah, we're barely. Barely, but hey, we're 6-6, and and we got that bowl game. So we're going to be playing the Southern Miss Golden Eagles in New Orleans for the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Um, So shout-out to the UL Cajuns football team and getting it done and being bowl eligible and, and going to play there on Saturday night so, so good we'll luck see, to them we'll see what happens in that I, game man what you what you think the outcome is do you give the cajuns a dub you know i think that they are expecting or they were expecting to make it to a bowl game but with that being the last game of the season maybe they're like oh we made it to the bowl game that's good enough so they might be maybe they, maybe maybe we'll they just might be, be content with we'll just, just getting being bowl eligible and being at 500 we'll see how coach hud he, he's uh, he's he, he gave one very good speech um before a, one of the New Orleans Bulls games Bulls that you can find ago. on YouTube, and it was very inspirational and motivational. So if he can come up with something like that again, he talked about pulling ropes, and the other team is gonna <laughs> come try to pull their rope and separate. Hey man, it was a good speech. Look man, we don't let go of the rope here at UL, but hopefully they can lock in and and get that victory that they need to cap the season off with a winning season, get us at seven and six, and. Kind of build build from there for next year. Southern Miss is going to be a tough matchup, obviously, for the Cajuns. Um, it's going to be a tough matchup, man. They run a spread offense. No huddle. You saw a little bit of that um, this year when they played LSU down there in Tiger Stadium. Um, LSU did, did a good job of stopping that, but let's face it, man. UL defense is not LSU's defense. So... Um, expect a high-scoring game from both teams. I would say the team that has the ball last and the team that commits the least amount of turnovers will win the game. So, I mean, I know Anthony Jennings has been playing well as of late, the last two, three games. 
Um, but he's going to have to play the same, if not better, for this next game. So, with, um, that, with that being said, that being said, we're man, we're going to transition into um, New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans, see so, how they're playing. But first, I want to uh, also side note that uh, Jordan Wright, 2019 guard out of Dunham, just picked up an offer from SFA. Pretty good uh, mid-major program, and they're playing very, very well. You got something for us, Josh? What, what you got to think about that? I mean, SFA is giving an offer to also Jonathan Sizzy. One more thing I forgot, Kenny. 2017 running back from Bonneville, uh, Maurice Britton. He was offered uh, a PWO by ULL, so that's definitely something for him to consider. Sometimes, um, sometimes athletes, you have to get sometimes you have to prove yourself, man. Sometimes you have to prove yourself, and uh, that makes things a lot better in the end. So, yeah, sometimes you get looked over. Sometimes you might be underrated, but if they give you a shot, and you know that might be your only option, or you feel confident enough in your game and your talent to uh, perform at the D1 level, and they give you a shot to be a PWO, which is a preferred walk-on. It definitely makes everything um, better at the end of the tunnel. At the end of the tunnel, if you succeed, if you bet on yourself, you can uh, and believe in yourself and your abilities. I'm pretty sure he can he can get there and do well. So, um, if he wants to take that route, uh, good luck to him. And you know, with the with the rest of recruiting as well, because I'm sure he wants more than a preferred walk on. But um, that's something nice to to have in your back pocket just in case. So, yep. So, what about the Pelicans, man? They've been up and down last couple of weeks. Oh, man. So, you know, we're sitting at a... Comf- Got their butts kicked against at a, the, at a very, the Clippers, I know. Oh, yeah. The Clippers came in and, and whooped up on us. And we went to the Clippers, and they 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 just dom- dominated us once again. But our last five games, we're 1-4. Um, we're 8-17 and 17 on the season right now. David Fisher of the Bird Rights actually tweeted... That the Pels need to win 60% of their uh, 57 games left to be above 500. That's a tall task. Um, but our our last five games include OKC losing to OKC 101-92. We suffered a loss to Memphis in double overtime 110 to 98. We also played Philly at home. Surprisingly, we lost 99 to 88. Um, my pops actually went to that game, man. I'm pretty sure. I guess, I'm guessing Joel B. Joel and B. went off. Um, we they, did lose to the 76. Yeah, bro. I'm like, like, man, come on, man. They got they had the number one pick this year. We lost know? to the 76. And he wasn't even playing. Ben Simmons not even playing right now. Still trying to recover from that um from that broken foot. But I don't know what's up with that I, loss to the 76ers, bro. I'm I'm still salty about I, that. I don't I don't know. You know, Sergio Rodriguez had about eight assists. Maybe they played together as a team, but uh, maybe the F- F- Pels were tired. And all these games we losing, we allowing 100 points, man. What's up with that? Yeah, our defense is not very good. Not at all. Uh, we played LAC, the Clippers. 133 in, in regulation. L- uh, in LA, 133 to 105. In now, granted, AD did not play this game. He rested. But Chris Paul did some work on us. 20 points, 20 assists. Key no turnovers. Stat, no turnovers. Zero turnovers. It's never been done in NBA history. So, you know, people setting records on us. You know, Steph setting three-point, three-pointers made records on us. I mean, we got to step it up on the defensive end. And then Phoenix, our last game we played, uh, I believe we played Sunday. Um, beat them by one in overtime. AD, however, only scored 14 in our eighth victory of the season. 
And for us to win 120-19, you know, I'm like, wow, who, who really scored for us? But apparently Tim Fraser, who's been balling all season for the Pels, and he has that next-man-up mentality. He's just been playing really well for us. He had that triple-double alert. 14 points, 11 boards, and 11 assists. So I'm guessing he led yeah, the way. Yeah, Tim Frazier has been playing well. I'm, I'm, not so, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. So he's that. definitely a very good six-man backup point guard for us. Uh, we just recently signed Reggie Williams and other news from the Ooh. OKC Blue in the D League. Look, he's a journeyman. He's been around the league. He's played for several teams, and uh, I think we needed to fill a, a gap at that wing spot. So. In his first game, he scored like 11 points. So we'll give him time to, to get adjusted and see see how he does. Nola's also making Ashik available in trade, but I mean that's no. I don't think wants. that's news, and I don't think he has much value. He's a traditional big man. He's a rim protector, but he's not very mobile. He's not athletic, and he has butters for hands around the rim. So I don't think anyone wants Ashik. So whether he's available or not doesn't really matter. We need to have someone actually interested in making that trade. Maybe he can go in and be a part of a trade to get a deal done to balance out the um, the money. But right, I don't think anyone's like, oh, I want Ashik on my team. Yeah, let me get him. I don't <laughs> think that's happening. But with that, with that being said, we have three games coming up. Man, we got KD and Steph. Again. Coming in town. Versus, uh, we're playing Golden State tomorrow. And then we have another home game against the Pacers on Thursday. And Friday we'll be at Houston facing the Beard and the Rockets. So that about wraps it up for today's episode. you have anything else you want to add? There you have it. Short and sweet. Sometimes we'll that's a good thing, you know. But we'll be back. And we'll catch y'all next episode. It's been fun. Like always, it's been real. And we're signing off. I'm K Smith. You can follow me at K Smith on Hoops. You can follow me on Twitter as well at Josh Rob Scout. Also, feel free to subscribe to us and our podcast on iTunes for free or listen in on SoundCloud. Peace. Peace.